Hi again. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by alifeofeducation.com. Alifeofeducation.com is the UAE's only dedicated health and fitness educational website delivering health and fitness content to fitness professionals and fitness enthusiasts from a variety of sections of the health and fitness world. With talks and lectures in areas of nutrition, strength conditioning, sports medicine, the business of fitness, uh, female development, yoga and pilates, and a bunch of others to be added in the future, Allo's mission is to bring leading experts from around the world of health and fitness together on one platform to share their knowledge and expertise on a global scale. Um, so Allo's website is due to, uh, to launch in the coming months. Um, it's going to be uh, the first online education, lectures, seminars, and workshop uh, provider in the UAE. It's going to offer CPD points for those uh, fitness pros here and yoga instructors and Pilates instructors who need um, to continue their professional development. Each year they need a certain amount of points um, to fall in line with reps, the register of exercise professionals, and Aloe has uh, Aloe's courses get um, accredited with reps points for trainers and instructors and teachers to uh, to renew their license every year and show that they are staying on top of developments in the industry and they're keeping their education brain turning over and learning new things and always staying up to date with the latest developments in science and uh, they're not teaching techniques and and theories that are from courses five six seven years ago it's all new and up-to-date stuff, which is only going to benefit the end user and the, the end client, um, the, the general public who are putting their trust in trainers at the end of the day. Um, this podcast today is with Danny Bartlett, who is pretty much the main man for TRX suspension training, definitely in the region. He's one of the top global guys in the industry around the world. He's quite high up in the TRX uh, kind of chain of command he also works a little bit with um viper and kind of we go into a little bit of what that is in the podcast as well so this is a really enjoyable podcast again back at the mefit pro summit myself and matt and danny just got into a lot of the kind of nuts and bolts as to why these things can be really useful um even though you might walk past it in the gym there's actually a whole plethora of exercises um that you can use once you kind of expand your experience of these um and you can fit as danny says at one point you can use the right tool for the right job and they fit nicely in with anybody's uh, strength program as long as you kind of know how to use it and what the benefits of the kit is so we go into the details now in the in the podcast but yeah uh we'll get on with it again i hope you enjoy here's myself matt and danny bartlett Okay, we're here again. Uh, it's myself and Matt again. Say hi, hey. Matt. And we got Danny Bartlett. Say hi, Danny. Good morning. Hi. Nice to see you. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, no worries. It's a pleasure to have you. Like we were just saying before, uh, the, we're still at the MIFA Pro Summit. Um, we've it's earlier this morning than yesterday afternoon. It's quite, yeah, it's quieter right now, so <laughs> hopefully the sound will be a little bit softer on people's ears. Um, we were just saying before that we've had a lot of technical stuff going into okay. some biomechanics, some nervous system. So... By all means, we love a bit of technicality, but with you, I kind of want to dig into your past, okay. um, get a little bit to know about you, 
where you were in the UK. You, you don't want to know about the time spent in prison and things like that, right? No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I'm fine right. with that. <laughs> I don't mind. If you that, that was my first life. We try not to talk about if that. If you want to divulge, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just press pause and set up a second podcast. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh, just tell us a little bit about you, kind of what brought you to this seat right here. To this seat right here? Well, I mean... Uh, Let's start from when I moved here then, right? So 15 years ago now, I was, uh, well, let's say 17 years ago, I was still back in the UK. Uh, I'd had a rather colourful breakup with the then girlfriend. Um, the house and everything went with her. And I was in that point, well, I need a change. Mm. I need a change of not just uh, where I'm living, obviously, but also a change, of, uh, a change of pace, a change of scenery. And I literally just applied to a company back then that was specialising in finding work for... Uh, people overseas in the health and fitness industry. Sure. I had no. I must go to the Middle East, or I want to go to the US, or anything. Like that. It was just get me out of get me out of the yeah, UK. Yeah, for sure. Were you working in the fitness at the time? Yeah, I was yeah. working with. I don't even know they exist anymore. Working for a company called Leisure Connection, which was uh, right. which was working with the the council run facilities. Remember, yeah. I, I very rarely go home now. So, fifteen years ago. This company was asked by councils in the UK to open sports centres, you know, swimming facilities, tennis facilities, gyms, etc. And I was working for them. I was actually working as a, as a, a fitness manager over there, which is one of the reasons why I want to get out of it, because I hated that. I hated yeah, dealing yeah, with yeah. sales consultants and membership rates and hitting targets and all uh. that. So it was, that, it was a great combination of, okay, there's a need to leave, there's a passion to get away from this, what I'm doing now. And two weeks later, I got uh, an offered or an interview with a guy called Gary Melhuish, who actually now works for Fitness First here in the Middle East. Right. And he was running a club called the Nautilus Academy, which is located in Burdabai. I believe it's a Gold's gym now. It changed yeah, yeah. hands a few times. Uh, we had a telephone interview, which I'd never had before. So I was pretty much sitting like I am now, which is sitting back, relaxed on a comfortable chair in my shorts and T-shirt, having an interview that was going to get me a job in another company another cap. but we hit it off straight away we, we connected on rugby we connected on, on fitness and stuff like that so we had about a two hour interview only which 10 minutes was based around so I guess I better ask you if you can do the job you know what yeah, qualifications yeah. do you have like <laughs> and then literally two weeks later I was here in Dubai I was here in Dubai. I was having a. Did you tell him about your uh, previous prison? Stories? Well, he knew because that's where we first met. <laughs> um, yeah, so that very first night, he took me out. And we had a, a, a pint of Guinness at the Irish Village, which is yeah. just next door to where we are now at the Jamira Creekside Hotel. It was just next door, pint of Guinness, and I was watching Top Loader. Oh, really? You remember Top Loader? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dancing well, they're actually the from where I was living, Hastings and Battle. So I'm yeah. like drinking a pint of Guinness, watching Top Loader, which were from my town where I was just living. I don't think I'll have too many problems here in Dubai. I think I, I think I can cope with this. Um, and then, you know, long story short, who I met, who I was helping as a PT back then, led me to Greg and Rania, the guys responsible for MeFit Pro and MeFit Summit. Sure. Um, we um, we became friends and connected through Les Mills at the time. I then started teaching some more Les Mills programs. I then became a Les Mills trainer, so helping other people teach Les Mills. That led me to a place which meant that I was then brought into contact with um, uh, other pieces of equipment that MeFit Pro was responsible for. Um, sadly, I get introduced to people like Caleb, which, you know, <laughs> it's a downside of the job, but you have to, you have to deal it. with that. Grin and bear it. Yeah, so, you know, the, the, the pathway was who I met from the journey from just being a PT to meeting the guys at MeFit Pro, bringing in more equipment. Well, we need someone to be able to teach people how to use the equipment. And then that led to there. Now, when it came to most recently, um, within the last, let's say, three or four years, 
Oh, no. Wow. Wow. 2017, right? So yeah. the last five or six years. Wow. I've been working for mon- mainly TRX and sure. for Viper. My association with Les Mills, is, it was finished. A um, couple of other products that I touched base on just to help me fit pro out, but wasn't really passionate about. And over the last five or six years, it's really just been TRX and Viper that have been the the mainstays of where my education stuff goes. And my role now is to teach other personal trainers, instructors, how to use this equipment yeah. and to develop those around the world. So. So how high up are you in TRX? I, I met Tim Harris in Germany once, and he says oh, yeah. that you were the guy, the TRX Yeah, guy. I'm very fortunate. I'm My role for this title is a senior master instructor, which right. is this glamorous way of saying that not only do I deliver the courses that TRX offers, but uh, I'm in the position where I help and develop other people to deliver those same courses so I train them to deliver the courses but I'm also responsible for writing the courses now as well so I have an input into the actual development of the new courses Um, and that's led me to the two things that I'm most passionate about which is travel and the fitness side of it so I get to go around the world teaching other people not just how to use the gear but how to teach people that teach the course to how to use the gear Right. and and so yeah it's pretty uh, it's yeah, the way he says it, pretty high up. But yeah, there's yeah. only two or three of us around that, that, that are that level. Okay. But I'm very privileged to be there, and I, luckily I enjoy it, so I'm sure. super happy and forever grateful. And do you cover a particular region, or are you just kind of everywhere and anywhere? Yes, sir. Well, my main region is EMEA, so that's yeah, Europe, yeah. Middle East, and Africa. But because of that actual role, it does take me global as well. Sure. But from a course instructor point of view, it's Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Right. But that particular role, when we're developing new course instructors, could be Australia, back to San Francisco, which is head office, or, sure. or anywhere where it's needed, really. So you have Europe, Middle East, and Africa. Yes, sir. Yeah. Does somebody have Australia? Why have you got three? Why are they lamping, sticking well, three continents back on Back in you? the day there, <laughs> back in the day there, Keith, the T-Rex wasn't quite so well known globally, so we, yeah. we, we didn't really need someone in individual countries well that's a fairly small area in America everything is small compared to them right sure Europe's tiny there's only one or two countries well it's a little bit bigger yeah, than you yeah, imagine yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's fairly expansive across <laughs> the, you know the continent so to speak um, we do have someone of my role in Australia Asia um, we've got another person that looks after Europe a little bit more now the only difference is is that I'm the only one that does all the courses. Yeah. Some of the people that are in my role may only be responsible for what we call the STC or the FTC, something like that. But I actually am very lucky to do all of them. Right. So sure, even though sure. we might have someone in the UK that looks after the UK and Europe, sometimes I still have to go there because maybe they don't deliver that same, that same course. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I saw on a picture you posted up on Facebook the sports medicine course yes the sir there, that's, that a little bit what's that about well we back in the early the, the TRX education has changed a lot over the last yeah for me over the last 8 to 10 years yeah. we started off as uh, we're having 2 or 3 courses that were designed let's be honest designed to get people to use the equipment sure. so the courses were almost like a big exercise library we put some of the technical stuff in as a, this helps with this mobile mobility and this helps with this strength but really it was how many exercises can we give people in 8 hours to yeah. get them to fall in love with the equipment so they go home and use it sure and over the last 3 or 4 years we've now well you know we're pretty much in every club all yeah. Health clubs have got one or two of our yellow and black straps hanging. Uh, top athletes are using it. So we're pretty well known now. But we did have these other courses that were specialised. Um, as the education courses have changed now, and we'll talk a bit more about that in a minute if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, sure. But the sports medicine was one of our older courses. 
And sports medicine, the term came from the fact that we're not we're not prescribing exercises to fix or heal a certain injury, etc. Because that's pretty much out of it's out of my scope because I don't come from that background, so to speak. But it's certainly the people that attend the courses are not necessarily physiotherapists or chiropractors. So it was based around well, we need a course that shows people how the suspension trainer can be used to help with soft tissue or joint challenges, yeah. injuries, whatever. But we weren't going to say, and this is the one you must use, and you must use this one. It's still down to the practitioner to choose the appropriate one. But what we did was we had this fantastic course put together with uh, some fantastic people, much smarter than me at that uh, um, that many years ago, that put this course together that was literally for that. It was for physios and chiropractors that wanted to help their clients to move better yeah. using the suspension trainer, but didn't really know how to use the suspension trainer because sure. it's a new yellow strappy thing. But also personal trainers or fitness instructors or sports coaches that were having athletes come to them and say, I've got this such and such and such. My physios told me I need to do this and this and this. Right. But I don't know how the fuck to do that can you show me sure. so the goal was to bring those people all together in one course so we have physios personal trainers and create a dialogue and a, and a, and a, a way to speak a common language on the suspension trainer yeah. but to get those people to work together because uh, maybe it's something you've encountered or not because I know what you guys are you, you guys are doing at PT um, sometimes physios don't really trust personal trainers because sure. we've got a bad we as in they have got a fairly bad reputation yeah it's another conversation but there's not many good trainers out here in the middle east yeah, wild west compared to how many there are <laughs> yeah right? of course. um so i understand the physios wariness of handing over their client but at the same time i have to be honest i've seen a lot of physios and chiropractors and those kind of people mm. using the suspension trainer where I work and I've kind of got my hand over my eyes going oh, what the fuck are you doing that that's not going <laughs> to help you I don't know what your client's problem is but you're creating another one yeah sure you know what I mean sure. so it, they know their stuff of diagnosis and everything but maybe leave it to you guys as the experts on how to yeah exercise sure, sure. to fix that but at the same time we most of us personal trainers fraternity are not necessarily in a position to diagnose what the injury is yeah, of course, you yeah. guys know right Some, sometimes someone used to come to me and go my knee really hurts and I'm like I can't tell you why your knee really hurts I'm certainly not going to tell you to go and do XYZ exercise until I know what the problem is yeah. so I would always say back in the day when, when I used to work as a PT very often was go and speak to someone that knows about that stuff and come back to me with what they tell you and I'll then give you those exercises because that's what I know about Yeah, sure. and that's where the course came from Using the suspension trainer to fix people's injuries or prevent injuries, but create a dialogue between yeah. the medical side of our industry and the hands-on side, the yeah. fitness side of it. That's very good. That's quite a unique sort of position. I've not really heard of many other sort of companies and doing And that course that is seven years old. Right. So unique, as you say now, but it's been banging around for yeah, many sure. a year now. Um, that's interesting. Yeah. That's good. So, what are the, so what's the kind of go-to on that course? Like, what would you learn? Um, well, it's a level two course for us, which means that everyone must have done what we call the level one, which is the STC, which is the basic course. Here's the gear. Here's how to use it best. And our new programming now is... What does STC mean? Suspension training course. Gotcha. So that's where it comes from. It's a TRX suspension trainer, sure. suspension training course. And that course is where... Just to digress a little bit, Matt, sorry. So our, our courses now are based on helping people to move better hmm. using the suspension trainer. So there's less exercises and more about now how to move better. So right. we teach people what a good plank is, what a good squat is, lunge, push, pull, rotate, and hinge using the suspension trainer. With our goal then being that they can then move better 
even if they're not using a suspension trainer. Yeah. Because a hinge is a hinge, a hinge. A deadlift is a hinge, right? Sure. So if you can teach a hinge, you don't have to worry about whether they're doing a deadlift with a kettlebell or a deadlift with a barbell. Mm. There's some you know, sure, overhand, yeah. overhand grip. There's some skill things, but ultimately it's a hinge from the hips. Yeah. So if you can teach someone how to hinge or squat properly, it shouldn't really matter what they've got in their hands. Yeah. A squat with a barbell or a squat with a dumbbell. It's a squat. Fix the squat. Get someone to squat well. That's where we come from with our sure. education now. It just so happens to be that the suspension training is a great way of doing it because it's body weight, easily adjustable, and helps people to move better. Yeah. So when they've done that course, they come onto the sports medicine course where we then take that knowledge and regress exercises on the suspension trainer in a whole different way. So on a normal course, I can show you how to make an exercise easier or harder. Step closer to the anchor, step away. Very basic stuff. But on the sports medicine, we can regress the suspension training back, let's say, five or six more steps to make even someone, dare I say it, with multiple joint injuries of a advancing years that has some sort of other motor control problems can still use the suspension trainer. Yeah. But not quite in the same simple way that we would coach you on an STC. You know, most of the people you see in the clubs are doing a row, right? They're doing some sort of pull. Sure. Too easy, step back. Too difficult, sorry, too easy, step forward. Too yeah, difficult, yeah, yeah, step yeah, yeah. back. That's as basic as we get, and that works. Sure. But if someone's got some real issues with spine, shoulder, whatever, we need to give you a bit more of a regression than that yeah. to make sure that you can still use the suspension trainer but not feel unsafe. You guys did some uh, research on the, the row or something. Nathan was telling us last week that, uh, was it the TRX back row? activates more muscles than yeah, um, or something like that. I'm going to, uh, don't necessarily quote me completely on this because I yeah. always forget the actual exercises, but the T-Rex suspension trainer, were, there was a study done in the US and it wasn't by us, yeah. which is why we kind of like it because it means that we can't say we paid for yeah, it because yeah, you know sure. what somebody studied. Um, and they compared the T-Rex uh, suspension track, so the mid-row, T-Rex row, yeah. with, uh, I, th- I believe now this is where, forgive me, I think it was a bent over barbell row, uh, a cable row, and there was one other exercise, and I apologize, boys, I can't remember yeah, what yeah, it is, but no it was compared with three or four other pulling exercises. And the TRX suspension trainer had two more positives. It recruited the most muscle yeah. with the least amount of compressive forces on the spine. Right, so most muscle, as you know, it's standing up. So you, there was more activation in calf, hamstrings, core compared to a seated cable rope. Sure. That kind of is obvious. But because of the nature of making sure it was done with a, a good plank and a good posture position, more muscle used. So a higher increase in calorie burn, whatever you, whichever way you feel is more muscle is working. Yeah. But with less compressive forces on the spine. So right, more benefit, less risk. Okay. And that was huge for us. So uh, the guys at head office will love to say that, but the, we own the pull. The suspension yeah, trainer yeah. owns the pull. Now, of course, there's a functional aspect to other movements, dumbbells, barbells, of course. But if someone's learning to pull and wants to recruit more muscle and have less challenge on the spine, the suspended row, yeah. suspension trainer row was the one to go to. Yeah, I pretty much only use the TRX to do sort of rows for most beginners now. Yeah, and yeah. it's a great it's way easy. to teach the row, right? Yeah. But, you know, as you say, it's easy, but there's ways to progress yeah, yeah. a suspension trainer row into something that is incredibly, incredibly sure. challenging. Uh, is in, TRX easy pull-ups in sense, and inverted rows and things. Yeah, easy in the sense that it's, it's very... Uh, it's very easy for people to get their head oh, around. Oh, I see what you mean. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I apologize. Yeah, as yes, opposed yeah, to like yeah, a, yes, sir, yeah, a perceived yeah. effort yeah. in the sense that like trying to teach someone to barbell row can be quite a complex thing. For sure, for sure. Yep. And you get that instant feedback with the suspension training. If yeah. it gets too difficult, just step back quickly. You don't have to put the barbell down, yeah. go and find another barbell, come back. You know, it's instant 
change in, like you said, perceived intensity. We use it all the time in uh, the circuit class. Yeah. Yeah. I would say out of four sessions a week, we're using it two to three sessions minimum. Yeah. Um, it's just it's just crucial for posture. Well, it's a, it's a, that's a great thing about the tool. Obviously, I would use it all the time, and I pretty much use, use it every day for whatever reason, teaching a course with, a, with myself or whatever. But in a circuit, you know, put it as one of the stations in the circuit because I, I know for a fact that lots of clubs and classes are using the suspension trainer, and it, I always look at it and say they could be using that better. That's just the yeah. my mindset. Yeah. But I'm thinking, but... They're not carrying a load. They're not lifting up a barbell. There's no there's, the risk of injury is so much lower. So even though yeah. that's not a perfect way to do that TRX exercise, if they if they fuck it up, no one's really going to get too badly. Well, yeah. Should yeah, we say, yeah, but not sure. going to get too badly hurt. But yeah, if you if you if you screw up an overhead press with a big dumbbell, <laughs> there's an inherent danger there that is way way beyond just. We, we spoke actually just just take it all the way back to the very start. We spoke a couple of weeks ago with Nathan. Nathan here at Mefit Pro. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. yeah. We, we had him on, but it's now gone into the the twilight zone of the lost episodes because <laughs> <laughs> because when I was creating the file and everything everything went, went great right up until the moment of upload, and then after ten minutes it was pure silence. Oh, no, so the whole effort was wasted, and apologised to Nathan, and we, we well, we've we've lost that. We'll try and get it again. Like we'll, we'll try. And get yeah, it we might put it on some some because. Yeah, I've got a, a techie person in mind who might be able to retrieve it. I mean, he might, he might go <laughs> yeah. again, but it's going to be heavily outdated because it's talking about this weekend. Okay, yeah. So it was setting us up for this weekend. We'll um, use it for next year's me. Yeah, yeah, we'll just, just, yeah, just yeah. edit any time, any, any mention of dates, just get rid of that and just keep yeah, talking so about it. If you're listening to this next year, <laughs> uh, don't be confused. We've played a trick on you. Um, but we discussed the origins of the TRX. Yes, sir. Now, yeah, this is fascinating. This is what I was told because I did a TRX course originally uh in my virgin active pt days okay. in 2011 um and we were told uh trx comes originally from a u.s paratrooper um you can tell me how because nathan confirmed this you're already laughing which means i think this is which a lie just bullshit <laughs> <laughs> i think this is like well, let, let, no, let, fascinating let's run story. with this story and then we, i can be shouted down <laughs> it's it, it's uh from a u.s paratrooper who heavily into some war, I don't know what war. Uh, there could be many to choose from yeah, for the US right whichever, yeah, whichever one he was, in, he was first in, and he, under heavy fire, unable to leave his camp, he cut the cords off his parachute and started hanging it from the bunker. Yeah, foot off lions with it. And, and then, yeah. And then, uh, well, uh, we're saying that now because yeah. I can see Danny's face. Well, I, I think you might as well just stop there, both of you, because clearly wherever this story is going, it's going on a path of no return. I'm going to ask now who delivered the course, because I, I would hand on heart, if I could find my heart, about 90% sure that whoever delivered this course wasn't a TRX course instructor. And if no, they are, and I'll really? find out off air who it is, they will be promptly shot and I don't even then know. fired. I don't even know, but I can tell <laughs> you, if you, it was through a, a virgin act of... Uh, Trainer, person? Upskill the, the oh, okay. PTs. Well, yeah, yeah, see, that's the challenge, and, that, and that's great. I mean, I love the fact that the gear was being used by you and someone was showing you how to use it, but it's also why we would always direct someone back to the source for education from, sure. from, from the real benefit, because you get the, should we say, we get more... Honest yeah. uh, uh, and correct. And accurate. Thank you for that, that word. A more true. accurate description <laughs> of... Because it, that's one of those things I'm sitting at, we're laughing at it. It's, at a certain level, it's funny. But I'm thinking, but then what the hell did they teach you on the course? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. straight away, I'm thinking, that's such a shame because I'm not... 
take you out of the equation there, Keith, but anyone else in that course that was given poor information on how to use the gear, and then it gets even more filtered down when it gets to the end user. Yeah, and sure, then the end sure, user sure. might go, well, this piece of equipment's horrible, it hurts, I don't like it. And then for us as a company, that's not, a, that's not good, right? Yeah. So, so not a paratrooper. Randy, yeah. uh, Randy Hetrick is an ex-US Navy SEAL. Okay, right. and he—that's why I laugh because they're, they're kind of specific about whether you're army, oh, yeah, for air sure. force, whatever. So, ex-US Navy SEAL, um, many years ago now. So, I mean, I'm not going to have to guess now, but 15 to 20 years ago, Randy was stationed around the world, and it's this particular time was East Africa, and uh, out of necessity, he wanted him and his team. And this is kind of paraphrasing his story now, but he wanted him and his team to stay in fairly good shape you know the, the US Navy SEALs and he was a commander in the Navy SEALs so he was a platoon yeah. leader or whatever their vernacular is for that but he wanted his team to stay fit and healthy and strong whilst they were on this mission that kept getting delayed so they can't go to their local fitness first and stuff and what it was he had his jiu-jitsu belt which is fairly strong material and some parachute webbing now it's always a question that comes up is why did he have the parachute webbing surely the parachute wasn't there but that's all he had um, and when we're off air I can even show you a picture of yeah, yeah, it. yeah, it's not yeah, very yeah. good for a podcast but I'll show you the picture yeah. of what the original one looked like yeah we'll like. try and put it up somehow oh well if I, I'll get it to you yeah. you can use it that's great yeah, awesome. um, and it really was him and his team that you know with itchy itchy trigger fingers you know, itchy, itchy feet need to keep trained keep strong keep fit keep healthy because at any point we're going to get the call we're going to get the go signal we've got to move and we've got to get out yeah. of here so they tied these things together and started doing some pulling exercises and then some pushing and then they're fairly smart guys advance ahead a little bit this obviously wrapped up into a fairly small package that was easily transport in, mm-hmm. their, in their backpacks. And sure. a few of his other teammates back home saw that this was, well, that's pretty good. I can kind of stay in shape while I'm off. Can you make me one of these things? And he made two or three. And then when Randy eventually quit the armed services and decided to set up a business for himself, he took that thing that seemed to have some sort of benefit in the fitness world. Maybe he was a, he was a professional soldier. Yeah. And he put all his money together and came up with the first as you and I would recognize it, you know, the yellow and black kind of strappy thing. It looks very different. Well, obviously, it looks completely different to his original. Yeah. And you've probably seen some modifications that we've got now, but pretty much it looks like the one we've got now. Yeah. Yellow and black, couple of handles, foot cradles, and you can adjust the length. Uh, and uh, it started off as a company called Travel Fit. Yeah. Because Randy's head, headspace was, wow, I travel a lot and people want to keep fit when they travel. Let's target those people that travel a lot and want to keep fit when they travel. Mm. Hotel rooms and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So that was his target. You know, the, the adult that wanted to keep fit whilst they're moving around the country. Sure. His, his, his vision wasn't, wasn't much broader than that. And then eventually he met, uh, he met a guy called Fraser Quelch, who is my immediate boss and luckily now a very good friend of mine. And he came from the fitness side of things, fitness industry. And he realized the potential from the fitness industry, not just from the travel person, but personal yeah. trainer, client, etc. And they got together and then kind of it spiraled out of control from there, you know, in a sense. Sure. You know, it's now in all the clubs and stuff. But yes, U.S. military, yeah. out of necessity and then into the clubs. So it's not now. far off. Yeah, yeah, just no. It's a fairly good yeah, guess, yeah. And, and, but we can just change. But a simple crash. Google search would have showed this guy <laughs> that it like, was a little bit more information. That's like the yeah, we we remade the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so the yeah. original one. Yeah, we remade it. Yeah, there's islands and tigers. But he certainly was like, not under fire at the time. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was just doing push-ups. Let me just finish this set and then I'll be with you. So then, what what got you into like Viper and stuff after that? Then, like, you did TRX first, did you? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes. Um, Viper was another tool that MeFitPro were then thinking about becoming the distributor for. 
Um, What's the story behind Viper? It's well, the original story from, from, from the same kind of thing from TRX. If you have one. Yeah, I've got one. The, the original inventor of the Viper was a guy called Michel Dalcourt, who's a, a, a Canadian fella. Uh, and his story comes from, I'll give you a shorter version on this. He was training with some ice hockey athletes. Oh, treadmill's on the move. The yes. treadmill I'm not sure you guys are using that properly. <laughs> I think you meant it. Was- <laughs> I always thought you ran on those things. What yeah. do I know? There's five guys just carrying a treadmill, <laughs> but baby steps past us here. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Michelle was, uh, was working with some ice hockey athletes. And ice hockey is obviously huge in Canada. It's the, it's the sport, right? And he was noticing that his team that he was working with as a strength and conditioning coach right. were, were losing their, their uh, not necessarily the games so much as the on-ice battles, the one-on-one battles. And uh, eventually, after a few games, he asked who these pl- players were that they were losing to. Because he was doing the normal strength training protocols. Okay, well, if this is not working, we'll change the reps, we'll change the sets, we'll change the body sure. parts, whatever. So he did all the basic stuff that, that, that we were used to do. And he found out that these guys were farm kids. They had grown up on a farm. So they were digging holes in the frozen ground or the hot ground or whatever in Canada, shoveling snow I was going to say sand or in Dubai, showing yeah. snow, mud, hay bales, all that stuff, throwing big hay bales around up onto the trucks, back to the barn, in and out of the barn, putting in fence posts, hammering. All the day-to-day manual labor stuff that was heavy things, yeah. pushing cows and horses around, all that stuff. And that was obviously on their feet. It obviously required a lot of rotation and obviously built a lot of real good brute strength, yeah. not just bicep size sure, or shoulder sure. strength you know? so it was all that integrated strength stuff and you realise that most of if not all those movements had them requiring to use some sort of load as well yeah. holding a hay bale swinging a hammer using a shovel to dig so you realise that these guys then that, that natural strength that they'd built up translated very well to an ice hockey player all that right. rotation all that stability required at, you know, at when you speed and you realise that they needed a tool that kind of did that, but in a in a in a more safe and gym environment. Sure. And that's when he, he came up with the idea of this this rubber tube with some yeah, different yeah, handle yeah. positions, so you can change how you're holding it to mimic certain movements, like a shovel or a suitcase or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much it. And then uh, Michelle came up with that. Now, the interesting thing about the Viper is when I got it is because I like to train standing up. I'm sitting here talking to you now with bare feet. If I can yeah. always be in barefoot, I always will. Yeah, I'm with you the on only that time one. I put shoes on is when a club says I have to wear shoes yeah, when yeah, I'm in yeah, their yeah. gym, which is yeah, it's absolutely fine. But I'd be barefoot all the time if I was. I much prefer standing up to train. I come from a very sporting, athletic background. I played football and played rugby, cross-country run. I used to be a boxer when I was much younger too. So all sure. the sports I've played have always been outdoor sports on your feet. That was where all the fitness stuff was, skipping, jumping, running, climbing, tri- all the stuff I used to enjoy. And then these fitness pieces of fitness equipment came around that pretty much matched how I like to, yeah, yeah. Like to train and move. It helped. I have to be honest that I like the people on a very high level that I work with. There's some other equipment out there maybe, but maybe I don't feel that connection with the equipment. Sure. Maybe I like the people, maybe I don't like the equipment, so I'm quite fussy like that. If, if the company doesn't align with how I like to do things or something, don't, don't bother trying to get sure, me to do enough. it. I've got to be bought into it 100%. Now, whether other people agree with me or not, that's up to them, but yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, 100% yeah. sold on the concept of these two modalities. So just explain what the Viper is for people who have, yeah, who, so, who have seen no, it in that's the gym great, and walked yeah. right by it without... It's a rubber tube with handles. 
Yeah. But it's not in a sex shop. It's in the fitness <laughs> side of things. So um, it's, yeah, it's, it, it is literally that. It's a cylinder rubber tube. So it's a hollow rubber tube with various handle positions. So you can have various holds that comes in various weights. All the way from two kilos. I don't know if you've seen that one. That's the small green one that is for yeah, yeah. active aging and, and some of the kids. All the way from two, all the way up to 24. And even we even had 26 kg. Yeah, it's got that heavy, yeah? Yes, yeah, super heavy. And those 24, 26s are for the big rugby Sure. Rugby yeah. kind of guys, you know. So different weights, different uh, sizes too, and different colours as well to help you distinguish which one I should have. Yeah, it's easy to spot a red one and a blue one, six kg and blue uh, eight kg. And it gives people a little target, doesn't it? I want to get to the red one. I want to get to the black one. I want to exactly. get to the brown one. Yep. The the and so yes, it's a it's a, a rubber tube with different handles. Comes in different weights and sizes. And the idea is that it's loaded movement. Mm. So it's quite expensive. I have to, I'll be honest with you, it, it, it's expensive. Sure. You know, the eight or ten kilograms is about the same price as a suspension trainer. Right, right. Suspension trainer is a couple of kilos or, or less than that. Sorry, and and fits into a small bag, and you yeah. can carry it on board an aeroplane. Yeah. yeah. The Viper, not so much. It's about <laughs> three or four foot tall and weighs whatever the weight of the Viper is. So it's not quite as portable. Mm. And it's not quite as XYZ versatile in that sense. But it is much more versatile than people give it credit for. So I will often see, and you've probably been the same, people will look at it. It's got handles, so they'll hold it with both hands. And yeah. then they'll do a bicep curl with it, maybe do an overhead press with it. And then think, well, that's too light for my biceps and my shoulders, so why would I use that? And then go and pick up a dumbbell. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But it's not meant for that. Yeah. It's not meant for isolated movements. It's meant for whole body integrated loaded movements. So lunges with presses and tilts and lunge. Everything should be moving at once, using the Viper at the same time. So the concept is loaded movement, not isolated muscle groups. And yeah, things. I've seen you in HQ doing your circuits where they get very sort of creative, like kind of walking planks while dragging it Absolutely. along. Absolutely. You know, There's the all sorts thing. of stuff you can do with them. And you're only limited by imagination. And yeah, one yeah. of the great things about that, and like you said, you can do so much, is a couple of safety things on it but really I, I don't mind how people use it I don't mind yeah. how they move with it because everyone's got different movement uh, abilities restrictions etc so I would never say this has got to go here and this has got to go here just just move it do this movement let me see how you're moving sure and you can then use it as an assessment tool as well as a, as a, a loaded tool um, so it's very versatile but that's the challenge with it I need I need as the, as the global educator for it is to get it into people like you guys' hands, these guys here at the MeFit Summit, yeah. and show them it's not really for bicep curls and shoulder yeah, presses because that's an expensive tool to do a bicep curl. You know, yeah. 900 dooms just for one weight. No, we've yeah. got dumbbells and barbells for that, should we say, some of those reasons, right? Um, very versatile. It is portable, very durable. Smash it, swing it, roll it, drag it, take it outside, etc., etc. So it's, it's portable, of course, yeah. but maybe not as portable as a... And what do you tell track. people who come up to you and say, what are you using that for? That's no good. They don't know you're the main man in the I gotcha. Europe, yeah. Middle East, and Africa. With this well, you, you're the global educator for Viper. Yes, sir. There's, uh, there's two of us for that as well. Uh, three of us. Um, Jake, Steve Tongi. Do you know Steve Tongi back in the UK? The only reason I say it is because I know you guys come over from the UK no the name rings a bell but I don't think we've ever met him no. um, yeah so Jake Duhon is our is our, uh, our our head guy yeah and then Stephen and myself are the, what they call global educators now so we'll have the pretty much the same role that I'm servicing for TRX which is training up other people to deliver the education and stuff yeah. like that and did TRX give you shit for being the Viper as well or? no uh, I'm very lucky in the sense that they and here's one of the reasons why I love working with T-Rex. For, for many reasons, we could probably talk for hours on that. But 
their goal is very much to get people to move better. Of course, yeah. it's a company that's in business to make some money, but the whole education is driven by education. Their education department is huge. Yeah. There's always a challenge between the product makers, but, but the education drives sales of the equipment. But the education is so important to them, and they just want people to use our gear and use it well to get them to move better. And they don't see competition in other modalities even though it could be there is there yeah, is yeah. a there is a competition bit there but it's certainly not where i've been told i must choose sure. and and if that ever happened i would be disappointed but i know for 100% it won't ever happen because they nurtured me and helped me and trained me to be where i am because it helps their brand not yeah. because someone else might benefit from it and same with viper they saw the the role that I have and the impact that I have and see it as a positive that I work there because then they can see that I could maybe, while I'm chatting to you about TRX, I might just mention Viper. Sure. And the same the other way. Yeah, yeah, so they see sure. it as a positive. I'm very lucky like that and I'm sure you know some companies might not be quite so yeah, yeah. open-minded and forward-thinking and be very, no, you can't do that because you work for us. Yeah, you're out. Even though one's a, a, a footwear company and one's a, a watch company. Yeah. Guys, you're so far apart, it's ridiculous, but... For sure. So no, I'm very lucky. There's no challenge. Sure. So what would you tell people then? Someone comes up to you in the gym and they re make a recommendation. You know what? You should probably go over there and pick that dumbbell up. Is that what I would say to them or is that what, <laughs> what they're saying to me? They're going to come <laughs> to you and say, mate, don't use that Viper. It's, it's no good. Go well, over there. If that ever happened, that's, a, that's never happened. And I'm really not sure how I'll answer that. That's a fantastic question because normally I look like such a miserable bastard when I'm <laughs> in the gym. And I've got my headphones on that if, if there was the meaning of the word unapproachable, yeah, that would okay. be the description. Just, do not come near me. I'm clearly busy and clearly do not want to speak to anybody. And I do that on purpose. <laughs> but if someone still has the audacity to come and try and have a conversation <laughs> with me while I'm working... Um, Wow. You tell them to fuck off. Possibly, yeah. It depends yeah. who it was well, or what gender they were. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a great question. I think, honestly, if it's... And you, jokes aside, I can normally tell if it's coming from a place of genuine interest or caring or whether or not they're just being an arrogant asshole. You know? Yeah, yeah. So if it, most of the time it's going to be from someone that's, that's really... What, why are you doing that? And then I will give them the elevator speech about loaded movement training to help strengthen the whole body in the way that it's meant to move, three dimensions, etc., etc. And depending on the person, how much technical I get with that would, would change. Um, but I would honestly just tell them that it's great for moving the whole body. helps me to burn some calories, but as I'm getting on in years, it doesn't damage me as much as when I used to throw heavy things around a yeah. lot. So I think a lot of people, and I might have been guilty of it in the past as well, you see a whole stack of vipers over there and client or a friend says, you know, what's that used for? And it's like, ah, oh, don't use that, it's crap. Let's go over here. Yeah. Because you just don't understand it. That's fair enough. And it yeah. makes me sound like an expert if I can just say it's crap. Yep. Oh, yeah, I got you. I see what you mean. You know, yeah, I understand. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know all about that. It's, not, it's rubbish. Let's go over here to the yep. dumbbells and let's go upstairs and do the push-pull. Um, so I think it's, these kind of things are really good to have because I think what, like in your locker, in the back of your mind yes, as yeah. a go-to exercise, whether you're a powerlifting coach or an uh, endurance coach, it, it all comes back to an understanding of the goals the person is trying to achieve and then yep. how to get them there and Correct, if you need yeah. to regress a specific thing all the way back look I hate the TRX don't put me on a TRX yep. okay well let's try this let's yep. go over to the Viper fantastic the Viper yeah, course, brilliant. a couple of years ago let's try and just get you doing this and it just gives you 
as long as you have the basic understanding of Correct. what the body is trying to do and then tailor it towards their goals. Fantastic. Yep. You've just opened up your toolkit to a whole other set of potentials that you might use once or twice a year. Yep. But for that one person, you've taken them out of the dumbbell corner, you've taken them away from the scary people in the squat rack, yep. and you've brought them over to the mat area, and you've given them now a destination where they can move with this piece of kit. Yep. In something that their body really likes, yep. as opposed to I hate the gym. It's the right tool for the right job, right? Yeah. At the right time, you yeah. know. And any mechanical to, to tell you that it's not necessarily the brand of the tool that it is, but it's that if that tool fixes that problem at that time, then go to that tool. And I think that's really, uh, it's, it's great to hear that you, you know, most trainers won't admit that they used to be that asshole, but to be able to say, you know, <laughs> did uh, I say that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just put words in your mouth there, Keith. You asshole. Uh, I was, I would say that that is that leads us on to something that, that I feel equally passionate about is the inability of trainers at the moment and I'll say this because I'm actually winding down my career so stay in contact in the next couple of years because when I leave career completely yeah, yeah, then the say. truth will <coughs> uh, might have to edit that out um, but it, I do feel that trainers are not the best coaches anymore they yeah. stick to what they know from when they did their first courses and they don't really look at their client, mm. listen to their client, and then give the appropriate exercise stroke tool for that client. Yeah. And it's really frustrating and disappointing because there's so much more benefit that they could get with their clients if they just opened their horizons a little bit and weren't so narrow-minded. Is that the right? Yeah. Weren't yeah, so yeah, narrow-minded yeah. and understood that you can use the Viper for just one movement, one exercise at the beginning of your workout. And sure. then go to the dumbbell rack and stuff. Or use the suspension trainer for to teach you how to do a proper pull. Of course. And then we're going to go and pick up the dumbbells and the barbells. You know, Open up that mind a little bit and then coach them how to move better rather yeah. than just picking a tool and saying, do it with that tool. And that's where I feel most passionate about and most frustrated about sure. but also why I love the tools that I use because it helps me to coach other people how to move better not get yeah. bigger and stuff like this. Yeah. specialized out there and they know more, far more than me about specializations yeah. it, from nutrition down to muscular hypertrophy you know we've got some great people here this weekend right we've got Ben and stuff here doing all that the, the, the bodybuilding stuff from my yeah, ignorance yeah, yeah, for sure. so much more knowledge than me on that yeah. but my job is to help people to move better and then my job is to help people to coach better. And yeah. that's my role for T-Rex and Viper is to how to help you guys as personal trainers, not to teach you how to be a trainer, but to teach you how to be a coach to help people to move better. Yeah. I mean, Whatever the modality. Yeah. There's just a funny thing about human nature, like particularly when you, when you get a little bit of knowledge, like you protect it, you know, particularly Correct, if you've invested yeah. time yeah. and money into it. Like this is my for knowledge. Sure, yeah. I don't want somebody to take it away from me. And then it's, uh, it's, it's that whole, uh, it's my favorite sort of Bruce Lee quote where he says, Back when I was learning martial arts, a punch was just a punch and a kick was just a kick. Yeah. Then when I started to learn sort of martial arts, um, a punch was more than just a punch and a kick was more than just a kick. But yeah. then when I truly understood martial arts, a punch was just a punch. And a kick was just a kick. So you're no longer yeah. so sort of protective of like certain things. You're like, do you know what? We can just do a squat on anything. Uh, yeah. Whatever tool suits you, like you say, whatever exactly. modality you do. Yeah. And I'm not going to hold 
anything too close. I'm going to be wedded to a certain modality exactly. or wedded to a certain yeah. sort of philosophy of training, right? And it is, uh, it is interesting because people think that I'm actually, I only actually use the suspension because I'm, I'm pretty much seen as that's what I do all the time. But I, I still lift heavy things. Yeah, I still swing kettlebells. I still grab barbells and stuff. Of course I do. But I'll always use the suspension trainer either before or after to help me to do it better or to recover from doing it, you know? So it's right. always a part of the, of the goal. Uh, because it's the right tool at the right time. So that's interesting. So what, what would you do then before, like you did a heavy deadlift? Like how would you use the trainer to? Kind well, of set I would you use up? the suspension trainer for mobility first. Now on a deadlift position, obviously I'm going to need my hips to be mobile, but also my, my shoulders to be mobile. So yeah. I'd be activating my plank, making sure. sure I've got a good strong plank first. I'd get my hips mobile using the suspension trainer, so I can unload or load depending on how I'm feeling on the day. Yeah. I'd make sure the shoulders were very mobile too. So, um, so on the suspension train, I'm dem- visual demonstration now, which is no good for your podcast. Yeah. But making sure that the arm is moving in this kind of range right there, so I can sure. actually put the arm overhead like exactly, an overhead sort of squat. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how I would use the suspension train. But also making sure, and I think maybe something that's missed a lot is that any kind of I need to make sure that my shoulder is rotating too. Like a, any press movement is actually a transverse movement in the shoulder. Sure. But a lot of people only actually warm up by doing maybe a sagittal push kind of movement. Yeah. But a bench press is rotation through the shoulder. Mm. So if I'm doing a heavy bench or deadlift as well, um, I'd make sure that the shoulder's been mobilized in all three planes, not just the one that looks the same as a deadlift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, and then I'd use the strap. But then I possibly would use the, the Viper 2 just to start loading the movement a bit more. And then I'd go straight onto the heavy heavy stuff. Sure, sure. Yeah. Not straight onto the heavy. I'd still do a couple of, uh, yeah, of warm-up lifts. But, um, but I'm pretty much ready then. And I think the other side that's often missed as well, and you've probably heard this quote as well, as soon as your hands touch the bar, the lift has started, right? Yeah. So I want to be ready, muscular from foot to, foot to fingertip, as soon as I pick up that bar and using the suspension trainer helps you just to kind of connect with bits that you might ignore normally or might be feeling a bit tight but you're not really paying much attention to them so that way it kind of switches on this stuff the yeah, yeah, mental aspect the feel of it not just the, the actual joint or muscle yeah, getting your yeah. nervous system fired up ready. Yeah, that's it. it. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. There you go. That's a better way of putting it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that's the technical way of putting it. I'm talking to you. I'm talking to the simple people. <laughs> Myself. No. <laughs> no, I mean, for me, we were saying to Nathan uh, the other week that for me, with people with knee pain, anterior knee pain, um, right, let's try, let's try a couple of things. We'll see how you do. Mm-hmm. A, B, and C. Okay, pain on a squat. Right, T-Rex. Okay, yeah. Like it's... Great. Pain on a squat, right, come out, follow me. I'm not even just... And did they still have pain after you did a couple of things? Back. Yeah, we lean them back, we take the tibia Brilliant. behind the, the ankle, and then yeah. as they squat, the tibia doesn't come over, the, the, Brilliant. even the, the ankle, it stays vertical, yep. reducing the shear on the top of the knee, and no pressure into the back of the kneecap. They can get ass to grass all the way down, all the way back up. Fantastic, there you go. And it's like, okay, we're, while we're not taking the same load as you had over there, we're now educating the tissue and Brilliant. the nervous system to understand this full range of movement isn't causing tissue damage. Brilliant. So let's just start moving the knee here and then we can just creep them into a position over time. But it's just allowing them get that full range Fantastic. of hip flexion, yeah. full, full range of knee flexion with their body weight slightly suspended. But yeah. it, it's, a, it's a go-to. And there's a couple of those ones that I'll just literally boom, TRX. Brilliant. And there's no TRX, then I'm looking for the rings. Yeah. And I'm gonna You're looking for something that can yeah. give you the same body yeah. position. Body position, yeah, yeah. Which you can only get with something from a suspended Correct, yeah. uh, position up above. So the, I, I really do see the benefit. I'll be really interested to see, to, to, to speak to you after and get on to get an info about these courses and see how you can, uh, of course, how you can benefit 
injuries because it's it's all well and good when you have a new client and they come in off the street they're ready to go and you go okay we're going to legs day today we're going to squat we're going to not heavy but because you're new and I get it we're going to squat we're going to deadlift we're going to maybe do some bodyweight squats some lunges which is wonderful there they are they're starting off this this new journey with you three months later where where are you now Mm -hmm. they've been performing the squat under a load for so long how much weight can they continue to take yep now they've deadlifted for a bit yep they're up to their max their, their quads and their glutes are super strong but how's their back how's their like strength in their back how's their robust core how's the connective tissue all the okay, way along their yep. spine um where where do you go after your four or five month period yep. without just keeping to load them and then trying yep. to change the energy system under the same movement yep. to be able to utilize something where we can move them to a single leg mm-hmm. safely. Yep. We can take it. You can either take them from the heavy stuff all the way back, or you can start them. Yep. Way lower down the ladder. Yeah. But with what you've already taught them over that three to six months, that that climbing the ladder will probably happen much quicker now. Yeah. So even though you've like you said you've gone back down, the the understanding of the movement required in a deadlift or a squat is the same, whether it's yeah. one leg or two legs. But but you, you're right, you need to regress them a little bit, but I'm pretty confident they'll, they'll advance much quicker than six months. Yes, yeah, so, sure. so my, my, what I've, my kind of current approach now is what's working, what I'm finding is to start people way further down the ladder. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to put you under a barbell just yet. Yep. Let's, gonna, let's go do some single leg stuff because in three months' time, that's when I want to get you Brilliant. under a barbell squatting. But I want to make sure that your legs individually can work. Your back has got a bit more robustness. Brilliant. So to be able to utilize... A TRX, ah, oh, it's too easy. Well, yep. it's not yeah. because I can make you do it this way. But that, you know, it's um, that is exactly where the education journey is based on. Yeah. What you've just described there is exactly our approach to training now, which is why the STC teaches those the suspension training course teaches those movements, yeah, not not the exercises, but the movements, so that you can teach them how to do a squat well. And then that progression to single leg, barbell, dumbbell, jumping squat, yeah. whatever the kind of squat it is, is so much better, quicker, and less chance of injury. Even yeah. though the TRX squat itself is perceived as an easy exercise. And like you just said, well, we're not doing it because we're easy. We're doing it because I'm going to teach you how to squat. Yeah. Yeah. So then when we do the... You know, we, we say we've got many military sayings. We've got many sayings. And one of us is make the, make the easy things really difficult. Like yeah, a sure. plank, we have something. We have an active plank. Make a plank incredibly difficult because it's easy, but then it makes the hard things easier. Yeah, so yeah, when you come sure. to do a challenging load with all sorts of uh, resistance coming from all angles, it's easier to do it because you've already built that foundation, and that foundation was moved properly. And in your case, as you were just mentioned, it's yeah. a squat or a, a lunge or a deadlift. Because I think I think uh, a lot of people who are not starting out in their gym career will like come back from the sedentary job, come mm. back from their two years whatever that they've missed out they start with a trainer they're starting at too high a level the entry level or the re-entry level is is too high they're used to squatting yes they're used to bench pressing but where do they go in four months what's next how do you take someone through a 12 month or 18 month cycle of okay now we're going to add more now we're going to add more but if you start sorry if you start um, at the squat at Mm -hmm. the barbell I think there's a whole underworld of exercises that people aren't utilizing because they just don't know it's easy to walk into a gym go straight to the squat rack correct yeah it looks familiar right yeah, it looks like yeah. a not safe in you know that how, sense you know but i know that there. i know what that is yeah. i feel comfortable Ex- there exactly what you just said i yeah. know that so yeah. if i can get to know the trx more yeah 
now I know that yeah. this person's an a athlete I don't want to bring him to the T-Rex I understand yeah. but he's going to refer his mom to me yeah. she's not going to the barbell yeah. she's not going to the squat rack let's bring her to the T-Rex yep. and let's spend a day of just well a session I on the T-Rex yeah. or let's learn how to use this Viper brilliant and let's bring it in for this woman yeah. because she doesn't want to be beasted she doesn't want to spend the next four days yeah. struggling to sit down on the toilet <laughs> you get you downstairs know? and stuff yeah. Yeah. she needs balance she needs coordination so let's give her a tool to rotate yep. let's give her a light tool that's taking her mind off her whatever so that's where I think there's so much benefit in this that people people are stuck on what on the the aesthetic exercise correct yeah that's the a good way bulky yeah. barbell with a load of weight on the yeah. squat this is me my power lift this is my crossfit whatever exercise I'm yeah. doing in the longevity of things I think that's a huge reason why people fall away from training yep. is because they didn't under, the coach or their program or when they went online to bodybuilding.com they looked up a program yep. and the program put them in on yep. leg press five sets of ten yep. it's still too heavy it's yep. still too much even though it's a leg press go somewhere else yep. just get moving get get swirling get get your hands on the floor yep. you know get up and down well that that's um, and and uh, and I'll say because I actually literally have to go to do another session now sure. got about five minutes to me and I think that's a great way to finish with what you were saying which is I love to hear that from you you're giving me hope as far as and I'm just as a personal trainer I know you're much more than that and I apologise to to downgrade but as a personal trainer because you're still training clients that's what you do but that gives me hope a little bit because that's all that we want is I want people to move better now you're talking big movements big muscles and stuff but in life we rotate we move sideways I want to play football with my kids I want to put my kid into child I've got a dog I want to be able to pick him up and get him in and out of the bath I need to rotate I need to squat and rotate my knees are going to go in out and all over the place look at a tennis player look at a rugby player their knees are not always in line with the toes and that's ridiculous to say that life is going to be always so rigid but if we can coach and train people to be have the resilience to be able to go through that movement without pain that's what i'd want pts to do and if like you just said if you can use another tool that's going to help them to move better if they want to get big muscles and stuff great fantastic but most of the time when people want to move yeah. without pain they want to get yeah. out of bed without an achy back or an achy knee and if you can choose the right tool for the right job yeah. by opening up your horizons with a little bit yeah, less yeah. about what you just know and go and try these other tools then I think that's the future kind of is bright. The negative side on touching on that is the fact that there's so much equipment out there now that it's no one knows really what is right or wrong, what's good or bad. So my advice is always, well, look, at the end of the day, go and try it. If you take something away from it that you think is useful, awesome. If you come off a course and you think that was a load of bullshit, at least you can honest from a place of real honesty like you touched on earlier Keith about I've never used a Viper I'll just pretend I have and say it's, it's bullshit but at least you can honestly say hey it's good for this this and this I like its application for this that was a lot of bullshit I don't yeah. agree with that at all yeah, yeah, yeah. so we might use it we might not but at least you're coming from a place of actual trying it and not yeah. just assuming it's a piece of shit because you haven't actually yeah. taken the time to go and learn something on it sure. and I think if more trainers could could open their eyes like that i think would would do our clients a much more a better service uh, and uh, and that's why it's great to hear you say that on that yeah. note there you've 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 given me hope buddy there you go. <laughs>
go. Still keep in line in two years, though, because in two years I still two will be, uh, I will be uh, putting some honesty on there. But at least I'll say. But those guys at uh, the personal training company, they are all right. Yeah, they, 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 got, <laughs> <laughs> they can trust them. We'll, uh, we'll do our best. Um, I know you've got to go now. People I have, yes. To wrap up, so we'll leave it there. But thanks for coming. This is actually yeah, one awesome, of my man. favourite chats so far this weekend. Thank you so much. Yeah, I really yeah, appreciate it. Awesome. And hopefully I'll see you again uh, very yeah, soon. Yeah, and about those courses, keep just, just drop us a line. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We should, we'll, yeah. We'll do another one and we'll do some promotion that way. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Cheers, man.